Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Car right now. Um, this is Rahul Reddy. Uh, it's uh, about 3.30 p.m. Reddy Newman PC does conduct conference calls, Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people on the Zoom call, please raise your hand. You will be asked with your name to ask the question. Uh, for those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlockgroup.com. Please excuse me today. I'm uh, on a drive, so I will not fully address um, but with the callers, guys. Samir? Hello. Can I ask my question? Yes, sir. Yes, go ahead. Hey, uh, Rahul. So we had a pending H4 and H4 EAD, uh, which we filed like a couple of months ago, and we traveled to India and did our stamping and came back. Somehow mm-hmm. at the port of entry, the I-94 we got is still the old, uh, is still with the old expiry date, which is expiring in next two months. Somehow they did not extend it. So... So you mean to say that your passport stamping is expiring somewhere in 2022 or 23, but you only got this uh, I-94 until two months from now? Yes, yes. Well, there are three things that you can do. One is you can try to call the CBP. Sometimes you get a very rude response though, but okay. Um, Make an appointment, see if they will correct it. The second thing you can do is you can go to, uh, you can fly to Mexico or Canada and you can come back. For Mexico, if you have a visa of US, you don't need any visa to go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. So you just, uh, somebody can go to, and you can't drive though, you have to fly. Only essential workers are allowed to drive. Okay. So you can go to Mexico and come back and they'll correct you. The third way is file an extension again. Oh, file an extension again. Okay. Okay. So does that have any impact on the pending uh, H4 and H4 EAD application? You should, for my you should be fine with the pending too. But I'm thinking because the I-94 mismatch is there, you would be better off in doing any of these things what I told you right now. Yeah, because, because we were thinking of filing the H4 EAD again, but now we don't have I-94, which is valid for more than two months. That's the issue. Yeah, I would just file H4 plus EAD again one more time. All right. Thank you. Yeah, sorry about that. Next person, please. Sunita? Hi, uh, Rahul. Um, my son is aging out. Um, next Sunita, month. you have to speak louder. Uh, my son is aging out uh, next month, exactly 30 days from now. We applied okay. F1 by uh, last four months back. Um, I had uh-huh. a consultation with you last time in December and then you suggested okay. us to put a B2 
so yes. is the 30 days is best or do I have to? Yes. You have to do B2 right now, ma'am. Okay. So is there any timeline like 30 days prior to expiration or uh, can we do any time before expiring H4? You're doing it online or you're doing it manually? Hopefully you're doing it online. Yeah, yeah. I want to do online because of the receipt uh, notice. 30 days would be ideal right now, ma'am. Don't try to oh. go edge of it. I've been noticed that somebody said to me that actually the online system is not working. So you go all to the, all the way to the edge, online system doesn't work, you're in yeah, trouble. Actually, so 30 days night, is very good. Yeah, last night it was not working. This morning also I talked to Emma, but it was fixed after a couple of uh, hours later. So now Do it's it working. right now. Do it right now, ma'am. So, and uh, my um, current, my EB3 downgrade uh, is pending, 485. Um, so, that is uh, 2014 March. Would you think that uh, am I going to get it current? I hope. I hope. I hope your child is saved uh, for the so, purpose of the immigration. But mm -hmm. I can't. You know that I've gone wrong 10,000 times. Okay, so and uh, also like uh, I one forty is not approved yet, and it's been already six months, and then so don't 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 premium processing, yeah, don't yeah, premium yeah. processing, and just because your child moves to F one or get kicked out of the H four, it doesn't mean he's out of the four eight five. He gets out of the four eight five when his CSPA age processed twenty one, and you know how to calculate the CSPA age, yes, right? Yes. Now, until Sounds December, good. he's saved though he's aging out in Jan, uh, sorry June. Well, actually, your I-140 is not approved yet. Yeah, so, yes, that keeps on postponing what you said. Correct, correct. Okay, sounds good then. You're in good shape. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for seeing us. good? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for uh, this conference. So, my question is, uh, so my parents are a, a green card holder. They got the green card in 2015. Uh, but they have not worked in US ever. Uh, they are like 60, 65 plus. And uh, they want to file uh, uh, alien uh, uh, application Citizenship. for the daughter, for the, for the daughter, no, not for themselves, for the daughter who is uh, unmarried and 21 above. Can they do that? They are just green card holder and they, they don't make any income in US. They can. They can, right? Because going further, if the sponsorship and anything comes forward, that's not an issue, right? That's not an issue, but you can always find somebody else for financial part. Okay. Uh, and in that case, uh, in that case, I am on H1. Can I be one of the sponsors? What about your sister or brother? Yeah, I, 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 I'm talking about my sister only. She is in India. and she. So I am on H1. My parents no, but, are green card. But, uh, no, I would want the only green card holders can sponsor. Only green card holders can sponsor. Okay. And sister? another... Okay. Thank you so much for that answer. And one more question. One last question is... Uh, so currently, there is a travel ban on India travelers. And there is a there is a exception for certain categories. In there, one of them is it says that the child of permanent resident. Now, when they say child, does it consider above twenty one or under twenty one? Child is under twenty one, unmarried. Okay. All right. Sons and daughters means above twenty one, unmarried. Okay. Okay. That's how right. the immigration defines. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Rahul. That's it. Tanu? Hi. Hi. Uh, thank you so much, Rahul, uh, for your time. My question is regarding B1, B2 extension for my parents. So uh, they came uh, 
they entered US last June uh, and their I-94 expiration is, was 12-19-2020, like December 19, 2020. And I applied for their um, initial extension, extension in November itself, yeah, I-539 form and asked for uh, extension till June 10th, 2021. So that is in process uh, uh, as expected, uh, but given the current COVID situation and their age, uh, uh, I want to apply for second extension. So you can, what, sure. So uh, what are the things, I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. You should, you can, you can mm -hmm. do so just like the way you did it. Okay. And if they ask the expiration date, you put just extension pending. Okay. File it again, one more time. But make sure you file it before June 10th. Okay. And uh, when they, in the application, uh, when they say expiration date, uh, should I give the original I-94 expiration Ext date? Or? Extension, pend extension pending. If that doesn't allow you, put the June 10th as expiration date. June 10th, okay. Yeah. Okay. And if that doesn't allow you, if, if by any chance, go with the I-94 expiration date. First, do extension pending, but okay. if you're doing online, sometimes it may not allow. Mm -hmm. Then you put June 10th, 2021. If that's okay. not allowed, then you put the actual expiration date in December 2020. Okay, got it. Perfect. And uh, generally, given this uh, scenarios, uh, will uh, uh, if they go out of country before they hear a decision on the first application itself, what is the scenario, uh, process we need to follow? There is a good chance that they will call for the biometrics and your parents won't be there. They will okay. deny, but that's okay. They got the denial after they left the country. So won't so, that qualify as uh, out of status that they uh, no, stayed? No, it is called period of authorized stay. It is not out of status. So they are fine. Their okay. passport visa will still be valid. But make sure you keep the documentation of what we all discussed about receipt notice, uh, all these things, just in case if they come in, they tell, I, 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 you stayed out of status. No, I have an extension. Here is my receipt notice. They normally don't, but you need to provide those things just in case. Got it. And uh, yeah, so thank you. Uh, I'll Next go ahead. Question. Thank uh, you. Next person, please. Madhav? Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, my situation is I'm trying to go back to my previous employer who applied my I-485, sorry, uh, yeah, 485 all on the uh, EAD card, everything. So I got um, fingerprints is done. Now I'm waiting for EAD card and I-140 is pending. So so in order to go back to him, right, I approach, uh, I found one project myself and then he's saying uh, he's getting good money, but he's he is trying to give me 40k less than what I am getting as of now. So per annum, 40k less than what I'm getting now. So do you think it is I'm going to? I'm not worried happen? about money. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm, Even I'm, I'm not, not worried, worried, but I am worried about is it going to affect negatively on my green card process anyway? The fact that you are getting forty thousand dollars less than less. what you are making currently, uh, will yeah. it affect your green card application? Yes. No. Okay, I can safely go, right? That part is different, but yeah, I would rather want the I-140 to be approved 
but I don't think so. He's doing premium processing, is does he? No, he's saying uh, we can start premium only once you joined us. Makes sense. Join us. Yeah, I mean, as far as the aspect of forty thousand dollars less is concerned, I don't see any problem. Okay. Okay. So going to him is good. I mean, before even approve. I need to evaluate the entire circumstances, the company, how many I one forty is they filed, what is their income tax, because I'm a bit worried about the I one forty. Okay. 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 I would okay. say that if you are going to the company on the EAD, make sure you go on the H one B also. Yeah. yeah. Until, so my plan is to go on H one. That's good. That's good. In that way, if something backfires, you can come back. Now, I told no. people to give. The H one B off. I recommend that if I were a lot of people, yeah. I would give the so, H one B off. Not yeah, let's say if I guess when the I one forty is not approved. Mm -hmm. Since your I one forty is not approved, you should not give up the H one B. Okay. Yeah. Anything so else? and yeah, and one one last question for that. Um, uh, let's say if I go on H one and then for some reason this downgrade thing is not working out, like you know like rejected or for some like you know ability to pay or whatever so do you think that will affect my existing uh, i140 that is eb2 no it does not okay so from there i can still go ahead and find out some other that's right. one with my that's eb2 right. okay right. thank person. you so much thank you yep. vijaya yeah hi rahul thank you for taking my call are am i audible Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here, my question is: uh, My husband H uh, one uh, B is maxed out uh, in next twenty days. So, I want to convert my child to F two. So, uh, how, how old is your apply... child? Yeah, he is eight years old. So, you want him to be on F one visa? F two visa. He, I want him to F2. be on F two visa. Uh, F two visa. visa. I got it. Okay, got the point. Yeah. Suppose if uh, my husband 140 is going to approve in next 20 days and uh, his company is going to file H1 for him, can I put him in H4 as well? Because uh, my H1B lottery picked up this year and uh, I'll be in H1B from uh, October onwards. So I'm just but confused. Right now, about right it. now you're an F1 visa. Yes. Well, labor certification approval won't allow him to file the H1 extension. What about is he planning to move to F2 or not? Yeah, suppose in um, we are just waiting in this twenty days. What is going to happen? I got on the case. point. So, I want you to yeah. have your child move to F two. No question about yes. it. Yes, but yes. you should also move your husband to F two also. Yes, if things not work out, I'll ask him to move to F two. Things won't work out. I want for you won't be approved in twenty days. Which world okay. are you guys? I mean, um, though for no. the other people who are listening, don't come to five years and twelve months and come to the conference call, guys. And ask the question about how to save uh, the H1B. Try to do it in third year, second year. Now, don't don't expect miracles to happen in 20 days. File F2. If by any chance a miracle happens, you can withdraw the F2. Yeah. So there is a chance for him for me uh, to apply both the F2 and uh, H4 my son and uh, H1B extension and the F2 both. Where is the H4 husband? coming? Where is the H4 coming? <laughs> Suppose what am in I case smoking? I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> the employer is saying uh, sorry, like but, he is going I, to try for one more year of extension H one B extension for him. So how? 
uh that's what we are just wondering we are giving time for the attorney uh, to come up how <laughs> yeah. you said the 6 year is expiring the labor certification yes. is not approved labor certification is going to come you got to file the i140 it's taking one month to get a receipt notice uh, for the i140 no, and i140 form is approved form is approved rahul and i140 is pending oh that makes sense you, okay. you said form is pending Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I might be confused because I'm. Yeah, just you said mom is spending. That's the reason I was. I was asking okay. how. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Okay. I now that yeah. makes sense. I would like yeah. you to do one thing. Go ahead and mm-hmm. file. Still file F two visas for you and your husband. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry for your child and your husband. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if the I one forty is pending, though, even though I one forty is not approved. Mm-hmm. even though you have not received the receipt notice of the i140 going to mm-hmm. have him file a h1b extension mm-hmm. and h4 okay. for you and the child mm-hmm. all so multiple applications is fine okay and one fine. more question and then wait 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 if okay. the h1 is approved mm-hmm. if the h1 is approved you mm-hmm. withdraw the f2 for your child and your husband okay yeah Got one it? more last yeah one more last question rahul uh, the thing is uh, his form mm-hmm. is not uh, filed within 5th uh, uh, year it's filed in 6th year so is there any pause i am aware of it i am aware of it i am aware of it i still want to okay. take a risk on it okay so there is a chance i will wait until for... the last two uh, right right i will wait until last 3 days and file mm-hmm. an h1b extension if i were his lawyer so if i will take a shot extension Okay. apply for the h4 for your child apply for okay. the h4 for you if by any chance h1 backfires you have f2 mm-hmm. if by yeah. any chance h1 gets approved okay then you withdraw the f2 next person please. thank you rahul hi rahul uh, thank you uh, for uh, taking my call um, uh, my priority date is uh, november 2012 and um, uh, basically um, uh, i applied in on 30th my receipt date is 30th october 2020 um, so the question is two questions uh, i am uh, like uh, in beria so we are moving to texas uh, the office location is moving to texas so i am in i have not received my ead yet so they are processing my h1b transfer and uh, they are doing a i4 j right now but my i140 uh, uh transfer okay and um, my i140 uh, has been like uh, march uh, march 20th they are for i140 uh, premium processing it's not approved yet so they are still going ahead with the transfer uh, the, that's one thing um, is it safe for them to do that um is it a consulting company question. second question is is it a consulting company uh, no it's not a, it's a product company it's a product company 
Yeah, uh, okay, I got the point, okay. Keep going. Is it safe? Yeah, I, uh, so I, I don't see Second question is... I don't, uh, see, I don't see any problem in it. Okay. I don't see any problem. Okay, okay. Because uh, um, like uh, uh, when I uh, hear you on the YouTube, right? Uh, like you kept on stressing why 140 has to be approved. So I, I want to check on that. Second question yeah, is uh, my you're, wife you're, also... You're moving, for... you're moving with the same company. You're not moving with a different company. Though. Although I would have okay. appreciated the I-140 to be approved, but it's relatively safe because you're moving with the same company. Okay. The second question is uh, my wife's your wife. so, priority date. Yeah, my wife's priority date is 2017. Um, I have added her as my dependent in my uh, adjustment of status. Of so my question is, once I receive my... E yeah. Once I receive my EAD, can she quit and, uh, you know, she can uh, like join back workforce uh, probably a year later or something? Yeah, I mean, uh, once you're uh, not only EAD, I also want that I-140 out of my way. I'm assuming that I-140 will be approved by next week, okay? Assuming that the okay. I-140 is approved and, the, and she gets a, uh, even if she doesn't get the EAD, she can quit if she wants to. Okay. Are you there? So um, she's fine. She can join workforce using my. She can. She can. Once she gets an EAD, she can quit. As you uh, as you ask the question, once you get the EAD, she can quit. She can sit at home and do nothing. It is not a violation because she's not the primary applicant. You are the primary applicant. Okay. So she's fine. Okay. Okay. Next person. Thank you. Please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Meenal? Yeah, hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for accepting me. Uh, so, yeah, my current visa status is H-4 visa, and I entered in U.S. on February 24th. But due to some circumstances that my husband's family, he couldn't enter in U.S. I mean, he didn't even try to leave India. So, my question is, like, I have latest I-94. <laughs> I have valid visa copy, but I'm not able to, uh, but I got RFE on my I-539. So what can we wait, learn wait, in that wait, scenario? Wait, 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 wait. You are in H4. You entered into United States. Is that right? Yes. Your husband is an H1B. Now, mm -hmm. this entry in February, it's not your first entry, is right? No. Right. Okay. So the I-539 that you have, is that an extension or what kind of I-539 you have? It's an extension for H4. When did your previous H4 expired? On July 15th, last year. So you went to India, you got the stamping of the, you got the stamping of the H1B and you came in the United States. Yes, for okay. H4. Now, H4. Now, when you came, did you apply EAD along with the H4? Yes, I did. Okay, what is the RFE about? So it's asking for latest evidence. Um, it's asking for latest entry for my husband. It's asking for letterhead from his companies, uh, from his company letterhead, like uh, they want him to write that he's still working and he's also, they are also asking for his latest three months pay stubs. Yeah, I see what the problem is, Rob. Ah. <sighs> 
or withdraw that and file an EAD again. Okay. You don't need to withdraw that and file an EAD again, though, because they want him to be here in the country. And the, the reason I'm telling you to apply for EAD, you might get an RFE at that time. But at that point of time, you don't have to withdraw immediately. You have, uh, you have uh, time to respond to the RFE. You have, uh, is he still working for the company? Is he what? His, yeah, is he's still, still working work? for the company. Yeah. You have, you have time to respond to this RFP. You have 60 days extra because of the COVID to respond to this RFP. They gave me date uh, May 24th. Well, you still have 60 days extra to respond to this RFP. So because of the COVID situation. So what I would do is that I will file an EAD right now. I will not withdraw this H1, H4 plus EAD. If your husband comes back within the deadline, then you provide all the things and respond. If not, you withdraw this one and then let's go with the EAD. We don't know when the EAD is going to be approved. By the time, your husband will be here, I'm hoping. Yeah, could be. And also, even if I don't get my EAD, I'm ready to switch uh, for to file a change of status on my H1B because I have a valid H1B as well. Okay, you can do so. You, you can do so. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Ananta. Hello, Rahul. Thank you for your time. Um, I have a question about my visa status. Um, my yeah, I got L one I can't. I can't hear. Uh, is this better, Rahul? A little bit better. Okay. So my present visa status is L one A. I got it in twenty nineteen July. I also have uh, H-1B that also got approved in 2019 July, but the change of status has not been applied yet. If I find a job in another company, uh, can they initiate change of status and move me to H-1B or should I change my visa to H-1B in present company and then only I can change company? It would be better that you change with the present company. The reason okay. is that technically you're not counted towards the H-1B number. If you have, don't have an I-94 approved, are passport stamping done for the H1B? But if it's the same company, though, that they leave, they leave that. So it would be better that you move to the H1B from the same company, and then once you get the H1B approval from the same company, you move to the next company. Okay. Um, well, uh, you're saying better, is it? Uh, uh, no, it's, it's not better. It's not better. It's the only yeah, only way. Oh, only, that's okay, the only thank one. You. Okay, thank you, thank you. Next person, please. Shalini. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Shalini here. Uh, so I have a question regarding my uh, son's visa. So I'm on F1 and I'm in US right now. And my son is five-year-old and he and my husband are in India. And they both have visitor visa, but uh, we have applied for my son, uh, we have applied for F2 for my son uh, and we got RFE that both of the parents should be uh, present in India while applying. So like what can we do? Wait, wait, wait. When you applied for the F2 visa for your son, hmm. did you apply in, in India for the stamping? Yes, in India. So you applied in India and you got 
what they request that both the parents have to be in india yes yes we got uh, 221g and uh, it uh, it is mentioned that uh, as the child is minor both of the parents should be present no the, it must be up no it doesn't have to be both of you both of you guys can write an affidavit mm -hmm. okay notarized okay. saying that i am authorizing my husband to act on my behalf in getting this f2 visa and in oh. fact the so, sorry your voice is not clear Rahul. here along with my husband you can write an affidavit and your husband right you hear me uh yes yes now i think it's clear sorry okay you both needs to write an affidavit mm -hmm. saying that i have author i'm giving authorization for the consulate to issue the visa okay mm -hmm. and they will issue the visa there is no requirement that both parents have to be there it is oh. required that both parents approval need to be there but both parents don't have to be with him at the time when he goes for the visa oh okay okay thank you so much thank you Thank you, ma'am. Next person, please. Nagesh. 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 Laksh. Lakshmi Reddy. Uh, yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my uh, question today. Um, sure. My H-1B um, maxed out in Jan 7, 2021. And um, I filed change of status to F-1 and B-2 bridge application in December 2020 itself. And those are still in pending. And mm -hmm. uh, I got biometric appointment scheduled for F1 and B2 both, uh, May 24th mm -hmm. uh, this month. And But now my employer filed H1 extension after 140 approval. Uh, he mm -hmm. got an RFE. And the RFE mm -hmm. says uh, um, that's uh, pending benefit. Pending B2 approval, F1 approval, we're not going to approve the H1B. Okay. Yeah. So He's going to respond. Yeah, okay. He's going to respond, yes. Yeah, but uh, is there any, I mean, like he's saying they wanted to prove that like I am in valid status because my H1 is maxed out in Jan 7th itself. So is there any chance I get approval uh, on this? There RFA? are some officers, what we normally request the USCIS is, look, our B2 is pending there. Yeah. Why don't you just approve both the things at the same time? There are some officers that do. There are some officers that do not. So depending on the officer, they may. For most of the time, they're noticing recently that they're give, giving an H-1B without I-94. If they do, uh, I still want you to file one more B-2 application because okay. from December to June, it expires, right? Yeah. So, and once your B-2, or B2 is approved, then you can file, or B-2s are approved, then you can file the H-1B again. That's one thing. The other thing is that when the concert's open, you have to go outside the country to get the stamping done to come back. This okay, is the only. Oh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Rahul. But in this case, uh, am I eligible for Dropbox if I get consular approval in case? Yeah, yeah. If you're oh. naturally eligible for the Dropbox, 
the fact that you filed for B two F one and the and the change of status, uh, you have changed it to the consular processing is not affecting any of you things. Okay, okay, yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Sudarshan. Hello, hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I was on an L one visa and I got transferred to a H one B visa, uh, but I've not got the stamp. But the visa is valid. The visa is valid until June, two thousand twenty-two. I also have. Wait, a wait, 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 wait! You got, you got a H one B approval with the stamping. The stamping no stamping is with a different. No stamping. No stamp. But no you, stamp. you said visa is expiring in two thousand twenty. Correct. What visa is expiring? Um, just the, I mean, the H one B, the I seven nine seven. Ah, I seven nine seven is expiring. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I already have a EB two uh, application with I one forty approved with priority date of May twenty eighteen with company uh -huh. A, and uh -huh. I am planning to move to company B. Um, but their the company B says they'll only start perm after one year. So okay. the question is. Um, after one year when i have to move right now they are doing the h1b transfer but if after one year i don't have a i140 with company b will i be able to extend my h1 visa yes you can you have okay. the i140 approved for more than 6 months but can i ask you one question yeah can you not move because we are expecting priority dates to move can you not wait until october or november because here is the thing What if the priority date moves to 2018, and you are with a company without an I-140 approval? Okay. If so, I were you, if they would give me two hundred thousand dollars extra, and if it's Apple company, I'm not moving. Yeah, if it's a SpaceX, two hundred thousand dollars extra per year, I'm a consumer with the stock options. Mm -hmm. Because 2018 is very close. Remember that in October of 2020, the priority date moved four and a half years, and right now it moved all the way to January of 2018. And we only had 120,000 extra green cards. This time we are expecting anywhere between 135 to 160,000 green cards. So I am not telling you to not to move, but I'm just telling if I were you, what would I do? I see. Okay, I leave it up to you. But I don't see any problem in your H one B H one B extension. I don't see any problem. But I see the I fundamental flaw in your move, mm -hmm. though. I see because you think the because if it's an EB two with May two thousand eighteen, you think the priority. Can you not downgrade it? Are you with Cognizant or what? I can check. Yeah, I I am not checked that. Uh, no, which company you are with? A file with company A. Okay, is that? So normally, all these top companies like Apple, Google, Microsoft, uh -huh. uh, the S&P 500 companies, they are downgraded. But obviously, right. Cognizant and other companies did not. So you can check with your other colleagues. So are they willing uh -huh. to downgrade? Or did they did the downgrade? You can check with That's other Indians. Downgraded okay. until 2015, but I'll check that. The okay. follow-up question I had was for my wife's H4 uh, because she had a H4 EAD. She has not got the H4 EAD uh, uh, arrived yet. Okay. But uh, if, yeah, so for the H four EAD, if she even applies, if I move to the other company, can I can she still use the older H four with the other? Absolutely, she can. Oh, she Absolutely, can. she can. Okay, got it. Okay, that was next question. person. I'll take the next Sarang? two callers, guys. 
I started a little bit earlier next to Collins. Hey, uh, hi Rahul, thanks for taking the call. So uh, basically, my question is uh, on the H four. Uh, I'm on H one. Uh, I filed my H one extension, which got approved. Uh, uh, my employer was not ready to file the H four to to gather with it in premium, so I had to file it myself. I filed it in on eighteenth of uh, uh, April, and then uh, it was possible to be online. And then I did H four ED paper paste. Uh, now my uh, means H four means that particular visa gets uh, expired for my wife on July end. Uh, and she's already working so i'm not sure yeah, like uh, with the delay which is happening on the h4 ead and all this processing is there any way to go to premium or do something to get this thing expedited there is no premium processing for h4 or ead however because of the class action suit filed against uscis which one of my business partners steven brown was a lawyer for it um they said that Biometrics will not be there starting from May 17th, so that's a good news. That may turn out to be very good, but I can't say that you know it will be approved by July 7th, July uh, at this point of time. Well, you you have nothing else to do right now. I mean, there's nothing you can do right now. You will just have to wait. But there's no premium processing that that is offered for each for you. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Robert. Next person, please, and the last person today. And the next conference Thank call you. will be on Monday. And don't forget that. On Sunday, we do have a YouTube live. It's TV Asia Immigration. Uh, it'll be at 3 p.m. Central Time on Sunday. Hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Hello, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yes, yeah. I can. Can you hear me? Guys, yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Yes. So, yes, Where's... I can hear you. So Where's... I was on. Yeah, I was on uh, H-1B with I-140 approved. I got laid off, and then I filed for uh, and H-4 EAD. I didn't hear back them back from them, so I uh, a new company applied for my H-1. And on I-797, the date is tenth uh, May, so I had to go out of the country and get my I-94 stamp. Uh, my company has given me an offer letter for twenty fourth May. So, am I out of status because uh, am I supposed to be entering just ten days prior? Wait, wait, I'm confused. Where are you right now? India or here? I'm in US. I'm in US. So you moved from company A to company B, but you got the you got the uh, you got the I seven nine seven B. That means that your I ninety four was been denied. Why was it denied? Because you left the company a more than sixty days ago. That's right. It's been more than uh, eight months. I didn't have a job. Ah, so now you got the I seven nine seven B with company B. So what is your question now? You definitely are out of status. So, so with company B, uh, the I seven nine seven says, uh, you know, tenth uh, May as the start date. But the offer letter, what I have, is twenty fourth May. Okay. And some confusion about this. So I already made a trip to Mexico and came back. Uh, initially, they were okay me starting on tenth of May, but now they are saying it's twenty fourth May. So let me understand. You went to Mexico. Yeah. You came back by showing the company B H one B approval. That's right, and I came back on fifth of May. And you had the I ninety 
for validity until company B is I seven nine seven B. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Did you check the online before until? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you now. Did you check the online I ninety four? Until what time you got the I ninety four when you entered from Mexico to United States? Uh, that is uh, until two thousand twenty four. Have it. Is it the same as the I seven nine seven B with your current company? Uh, actually, they made it. Uh, they they cut it short by six days. Okay, that's fine. So now your concern is that. Um, that even though you entered on May fifth, they are telling that it's not May May fifth. It's going to be May twenty fifth. May twenty fourth is the joining date. That's what they are saying. They are I don't see any problem. I don't see any problem in it. You're fine. Got it. Got it. Thanks a lot, Rahul. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for coming in. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.